Hey guys, welcome to Learn Feng Shui, where you'll learn Feng Shui from a classical point of view, taking out the myth and superstition. If you like weekly tips as well as fun folklore tales, you'll enjoy learning Feng Shui with me. Hey guys, welcome to May's Energy Update. month of Yisu. We're coming into the wood snake month. We're going to get a little extra fire support this month with that fire hidden with that snake. It's actually wood over fire. So it's the resource of wood. So it's like burning this wood energy. So it should be a nice energy coming in for the month, a little extra fire support. The month starts off with the first cycle of Jie Qi. It's the Ji cycle. It is May 5th through May 20th, and it is called Coming of Summer. The second 15-day cycle of energy governing the month is called Small Sprout, and it starts May 20th and goes through June 5th. Starting off with the animal signs most impacted, we're going to start with the snake. So whenever you have an animal sign that matches the animal sign coming in for like the month or the year, you have the Duke's arrival or the Grand Duke for that time. And it really is energy where maybe just more people are looking at you, they're noticing you. And so it is a time where if you don't want to be out in front of people, you need to make sure you are laying low and you're keeping a clean nose. So for the animal sign of snake, that's what I would say. Um, you do have, again, a little extra fire support. Um, you could possibly have the extra support of metal coming in too if you have an animal sign of rooster or ox. So looking at that rooster and ox, um, again, we get an extra metal energy and it could lend to things like feeling more creative, like having the, the creative thoughts process. Maybe you haven't felt that because we've really been devoid of metal energy. So it could benefit you that way. Um, also, if you have had, had any health issues due to allergies this past couple months, it is maybe from the imbalance of metal. So if you have the rooster and ox, be sure to take care of things like your respiratory issues, your allergies, and eczema, because all of those are triggered by that immune system and that's represented by the element of metal. So if you already have a lot of metal, you want, might want to be cautious of that. Next, we have the combination with the monkey. So if you have the animal side of monkey, it does combine with the snake and create the element of water. Um, the only thing with this was we have a lot of water already for the year. So maybe an excess of water could mean you're more emotional. So be cautious of those emotions. Just know that the energy will pass if it's feeling too overwhelming, it's okay. Remember, I always tell people, reach out to me. And people do, they'll message me and they're like, what's going on this month? And, you know, I'm able to just give a little, you know, it's it's okay and it's, it's going to be okay and it, the feeling will pass, you know, maybe give you a couple pointers on how to kind of shift the energy. So if you ever do feel like you're having a hard time, please reach out to me. And that's not, not something I charge for. I'll totally do that just to help you. This is why I talk about these energies so we can expect and understand what's going on. 
Also the monkey combining with the snake and the tiger that is already in the year could create something called a, an ungrateful punishment or a punishment. So what happens is these energies all kind of interact and most of it is emotional rather than, you know, oh, something bad's going to happen. The, this, this type of combination of energy actually works to um, create maybe ungratefulness in other people. So perhaps you knowingly help somebody out that you know, like they're not going to pay you back. Maybe they're going to be ungrateful or they're going to keep asking for more. You know, we've all dealt with those people, right? Where you give them something and they're like, oh, well, you know, where's the cherry on top, right? They want to keep asking for more. And so this is this kind of energy. Um, and a lot of times with the energy, with this combination, you knowingly will do it. And so maybe to you know, placate people or maybe just to make them happy, you'll end up giving more to them than you know they're deserving of. So if you're wanting to help people and be, you know, that way this month, just realize that you might not be reciprocated in the energy that you're putting out. So you might be putting out and putting out and feeling like the other person isn't grateful or you have ungrateful friends. And again, it's just the energy. So now you know, and you can make that choice. Also, when you have the um, animal sign that's clashing, if you look for a combination, so this month is the monkey I mean, uh, I'm sorry, this month is the snake, but the monkey combines with the snake. So it actually takes away your clash for this month. So you won't have clashing energy, but remember sometime combinations are more dynamic than the clashes because a lot of events happen. Clashing, uh, clashing energy just means that um, it's an opposing energy, but co combining and combinations in the chart, in your natal chart with the monthly energies that come in, could mean a lot of extra events take place. So it could mean, you know, not necessarily good or bad, but it could be very eventful. So speaking of clashes, if you have the animal sign of pig, you don't have to worry about a clashing energy for the month. Because like I just said, the pig combines with the tiger energy that is in for the year. So you're actually golden. You have no clash this month. So the pig receives that extra support. Uh, combinations take away clashes. That is something you can keep in mind. Clash And again, clashes are not always bad and combinations are not always good. So keep those two thoughts in mind when you're thinking about your natal chart and your Bata chart. Now looking at the seasonal combination, these are the animal signs that make up the season of summer. So you have the month of the snake. So if you have a horse or a goat or a horse and goat, that means you could combined to create the element of fire. So remember that even whenever, you know, you have a month come in, either you have the goat or the horse, a goat or horse day is going to come in and create that combination. So keep an eye on those dates because especially if maybe your day master is metal and you are the, your wealth is fire, man, it could create an amazing opportunity for you if fire is beneficial to you. So, and it could also help. Um, one of the things that fire represents is like spirituality and happiness. So hopefully for you, it combines in a good way and it creates 
this um, a little bit of more like a happy feeling, more spiritual feeling, maybe you're able to connect to, you know, the divine, like maybe you haven't prayed in a while and you all of a sudden you feel like maybe I should pray or maybe I should manifest, maybe I should meditate, you know, so um, that extra fire can kind of help with that. Looking now at the feng shui sectors for May, you have a couple good flying star combinations in there. Um, for this year, one of the things you can look at is the, the sectors will all potentially have what is called the parent string combination of flying stars for the year. And it pretty makes, pretty much makes them auspicious and, you know, able to use. So you have your combination of the one, four, seven, um, which is really good for sales. Like if you do sales, that 147 is really going to benefit you. But uh, for the month of May, the seven and four, you know, the, the yearly four that's there, the monthly flying star of seven comes in. And all you have to do is look for a day where the flying star number one is there and use the sector. Um, do be careful. I would not, I would say do not activate for this month with like water or do any sort of a fan activation because you don't want to tap into the Grand Duke. You don't want to activate the monthly Grand Duke that is present for Southeast three. So if you know how to use the rest of the sectors and you know how to break that down um, into the three subsectors, go ahead and activate it. Um, also the one and seven is going to be in the West. So if you can find a day where the four is there, use it that day. And again, um, don't activate it because I don't, I don't like some of the other energies that are there for the year, but go ahead and use the area for the time being, and it should be pretty beneficial. And then in the North, again, you have, um, this energy. So just be careful again with the North because it does hold the yearly three killings in North too. So if you don't have to activate, you can just activate those flying stars without activating the afflicted sector. Cause remember they're subsectors. And if you don't know what the heck I'm talking about, um, I will map your energy floor plan for you or your do energy mapping on your floor plan for you. So if you don't know how to find these sectors, I will just send me your floor plan. We'll talk about how to figure the facing direction and I will map it for you so you can follow along with the content each month. My top pick for the month energy is going to be the South. So I like the combination with the nine, you know, yearly flank star there. You get the three coming in for the month. And if you just pick a day that has the six flying star, you get a lovely parent star combination and you get some really good energy you can activate. So do check your afflicted areas, you know, or like the daily afflictions. But I did, um, in my blog post, I do accompany that with date selection of auspicious dates. So you can pick one of those dates, make sure it doesn't clash you and you can place a candle in the south. I also like it because it contains the peach blossom for the month. So if your peach blossom animal is a horse, you could activate, you know, possible love interest or, you know, possible, you know, maybe getting noticed more. Um, and that's not just for dating. You could also use that for like an online presence or, you know, making your, your posts and stuff online. If you're trying to, you know, become TikTok famous or whatever, um, use that. Huh? Maybe I should use that, right? <laughs> So again, my top pick for worst sector is going to just continue to be Southwest. Um, just the whole Southwest area is really challenged this year, especially the area of Southwest three 
where it is the year breaker and that five tiger shaw or what is called the wuxia you really want to avoid activating that especially with the presence now coming in for the month of the five the fly flying star the five yellow um, it's said to be very strong in the southwest because both are the element of of earth so when you have that coming in it could aggravate and amplify the effect um, flying stars are said to be activated with movement and um, in motion. So really, it's just an area you're not going to want to move your furniture around. Like if you're already in the Southwest sector and it seems to be okay for you, that's fine. But, you know, don't move your furniture around this month. That's what I would say. Don't start renovations in the area, either inside or out. And just keep the area generally quiet. If your main door does fall at this sector, um, you can try to maybe use a different door. And if not, I would suggest maybe putting out um, some metal plates or doing the salt water cure, which seems to be very popular. Um, I, it just kind of depends on uh, what I'm doing that month, but the salt water seems to really absorb and kind of work to um, take away some of that negative energy. And it's just salt in a, a mason jar with water and then you could put some metal or some metal coins in there but honestly I just kind of use salt and water most of the time. And today's Folklore Friday segment, The Five Animal Immortals. And this is coming to us from Tawasorcery.blogspot.com. Again, from talentsorcery.blogspot.com, one of my favorite websites I have not visited in a while. I know I've actually done this before, but I have um, unpublished a lot of episodes that were, let's face it, just terrible from when I first started doing my podcast. And I used to dedicate one day on Friday to folklore tales and all these fun things. So I wanted to include this segment here. There is five animal immortals that are worshipped by the Northeastern Chinese people, um, according to TaoSorcery.blogspot. And they are, one, the Hu Immortal, which is the fox, the Yellow Immortal, which is the weasel, the White Immortal, which is the hedgehog, the Willow Immortal, which is the snake, and the Gray or Ash Immortal, which is the rat. Foxes, weasels, hedgehogs, snakes, and rats are animals that are commonly found in villages. And to the folks in northeastern China, these animals are able to be transformed into magical creatures by absorbing the essence of sun, the moon, and also the chi energy of humans. Some have the ability to become immortals if they self-cultivate and go towards the proper or right path. They're often in contact with human beings in the villages and in the wild, and therefore Northeastern Chinese respectfully honor them as the family of five animal immortals. The Northeastern Chinese believe that if these animals are offended and they're harmed or killed, that they will use their magical power to seek revenge, cause calamity and disaster, or personal misfortune as punishment. If these Animal spirits were respect and worship by the human folks. They would bring blissful living, protection, and good luck. 
Normally, Northeastern Chinese will worship five animal immortals by setting an altar in their home or next to their ancestor tablet in their house, or sometimes at the corner of their courtyard. Out of the five animal immortals, these three are respected the most, which are the fox. Um, it says they're revered as third uncle who. Weasel immortal or revered as second uncle yellow and the hedgehog immortal that is revered as the white granny. Starting with the fox, there's a popular belief that among the Chinese that foxes have spiritual powers to bewitch and cause trouble and may also become celestial beings or immortals. Fox spirits are proficient in sorcery magic and they're able to repay goods or seek revenge. They're able to have love affairs with human folks and poke fun at them. Fox immortals are able to treat and cure sicknesses of human folks. And during spirit mediumship consultations among the Northeastern Chinese, the spirit mediums often invite the fox spirits to possess their bodies to provide the consultation to the public. So, um, again, this this is translated from a gentleman that, um, you know, English is not his first language. And so... Um, allow me to uh, kind of translate here that um, they will invite the fox spirit in to, I, I suppose, give a message to the uh, the person that is seeking the consultation. So they'll channel or they'll possess the body and they'll give a message to the person. So since 5,000 years ago, Chinese viewed foxes as auspicious animals and worshipped them. There's an ancient legend stated that from the beginning of the Xia dynasty, I'm going to guess it's um, spelled X-I-A, um, Yu the Great encountered a white nine-tailed fox, which he interpreted as an auspicious sign that he would marry um, a person named Nu Zhao. So I will say there is a bunch of legends about the nine-tailed fox spirit. And most recently, I watched the 2021 show Lovecraft Country, in which um, the one of the main characters had fallen in love with a beautiful Korean woman um, during the Korean War. And to come to find out, she was actually inhabited by a nine-tailed fox spirit, which they kind of deemed like a succubus. So that was kind of fun to see in uh, in a pop culture, I guess. So weasels, um, weasels are known as the yellow immortal, and they are worshipped due to their beautiful postures and crafty disposition, which give people a sense of mystery. Another important reason why Chinese folks worship them is because they are known to have magical powers to manipulate the human psyche, um, which will come across in times as hysteria. Folks believe that once a weasel spirit possesses the body of a person, they will become hysteric. This symptom will often appear as female suffering from male depression. While being spiritually attacked by the weasel, the person will weep and cry and speak about mysterious matters or issues of resentment. Some cases have shown the victims were singing in poetic verses. Victims will not recognize their own family members and friends as well. And victims are known to have a small bubble-like um, tiny balls bounce under their skin. If the tiny balls are pricked by a needle, the weasel spirit will be destroyed and the patient will recover. There is a particular phenomenon that if there is a presence of a doctor or sorcerer 
or a person who has beaten the weasel who cough outside the door, the victim will recover immediately. So this will be a person that was like a, 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 maybe like a holy man or like a, you know, like a sorcerer or a priest or something, a sh- maybe a shaman who has already beaten the weasel's spirit. They have to then cough outside the person's door and the victim will immediately recover. Um, they will be hu- and behave normally, it says here, even though the victim may not suffer again, but it will be difficult for a complete recovery and sometimes they do relapse. So this is something I have never actually heard before. I thought this was so interesting. And um, one thing to note about the foxes and the weasels is oftentimes in different cultures throughout um, they are known as that trickster being. And so, I mean, who knows, right? Who knows how the people interpret things or what they've seen or they've come across to interpret these um, possessions as like foxes and weasel spirits. Very interesting. So arguably the cutest of the five immortal animals is the hedgehog. Oh my gosh, they're so adorable. That is known as the white immortal and cutest of all. It is actually sometimes called the granny white. I just think that's adorable. So folks regard hedgehogs as the animal spirits that will bring wealth, luck, and provide protection from illness. People believe that the quote unquote granny white is the divine spirit of the hedgehog. Granny White has the ability to cure sickness and is proficient in magical sorcery skills. So the Willow Immortal, which is the snake. Um, ancient Chinese have been worshiping snakes since remote antiquity. In fact, Fusi and Nuwa are two good examples of two human heads with snake bodies. And they're, of course, two immortals. Um, snakes are often known as reincarnations of dragons they have peculiar body structures they're able to hibernate hide shed skins transform and their movements are deceitful and agile their spiritual power are more powerful than the fox spirits and they're able to transform into humans they have a magical ability to capture images thousands of miles away in their mind and there's an ancient chinese novel called the lady white snake which is about two kind-hearted snake spirits there's also a cultural dance in tianjin which portrays two snakes holding swords they are known as the white snake immortal and the green snake immortal and of course across cultures we have a lot of different significances and images or imagery i suppose symbolism for the snake um of course it's used as a symbol for the medicine or a medical symbol and if we think back to christianity it could be used as a symbol for like that original sin so the gray ash immortal or the rat so here it kind of interchanges rat and mice it says rats and mice are being worshipped due to their high intelligence they are able to move freely at night in the darkness People find them elusive and crafty, and some even regard them as a god of the storehouse. During barn-filling festivals, village folks will worship the rat immortals. Rats have the precognition of the future, and they're able to practice divination and bring wealth to human folks. Therefore, also worshipped as a wealth god, wishing to transport wealth to their house during the darkness.
Hey guys, don't forget to go to the website. I'm actually including extra information for the month of May with date selection. Um, so go check that out. It's just the same information that's in this episode, but it's in a blog form if you need to reference back to it on the website, link below. Um, I would encourage you also to leave a review. And if you want to get entered to win a free astrology reading with me or a free natal chart reading with me, you can follow the steps below. But I really do need some reviews and I would really appreciate them. Um, one quick last announcement. I will not have a podcast on May 6th. I'm taking off for Mother's Day. So I wanted to bring you the Mother's Day, um, not Mother's Day, the May energy to you guys a week early so it wouldn't be late and come to you you know on the 13th or, or something so you guys have a happy mother's day also you know have an amazing one um i probably will only be doing maybe maybe two to three episodes a month for the summer i'm very limited in my ability to record during summer with having my kids home so you know you guys know how it is right I'm st- still a mom so anyway you guys have an amazing weekend and uh, check the show notes for all the information we talked about today for a free energy mapping of your floor plan please check the link in the show notes to support today's podcast go to learnfengshui.com sign up for emails leave a review and share with your family and friends